Episode six of It's Not That Funny. I'm excited for this one. I missed everybody. Uh, all 15 of you. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. You know, uh, week in, week out, you know, I get a lot of good feedback. Um, surprisingly, no one's told me to stop yet. Uh, even though, you know, we're all thinking it. Um, anyway, let's get this. Let's get this on the roll. Uh, had a busy week. We got a bunch of stuff coming up. Kind of excited for fall. Um, excited to get closer to this. I mean, we're like a third of the way through this fat camp, and uh, I think that's where we're going to start. Let's do a little fat camp recap. Let's get everybody caught up on how the big boys are doing in our journey. Um, you know, uh, just, you know, we're doing, we're doing really shitty. Well, none of us are really good at this. I think half of the people that are doing it are back at their starting weight. I'm losing weight. Um, but very slowly and, you know, uh, losing weight, it can take fucking forever. It literally can take forever. It can take so long and you just want to lose like six pounds a week. Everybody wants to do it that way. And on, and honestly, losing weight's boring. You, you're going to lose, if you're doing it the right way, you're going to lose about 0.75 pounds to like maybe two and a half pounds, depending on how big you are. And I'm like right in the middle. I'm about a pound a week, which is, it does, doesn't make for, it's not like, ah, wow. You know, week in, week out, you're just losing a pound, about a pound a week. But, um, yeah, I'm losing weight pretty, pretty slowly, but it is what it is. I know I could tighten things up and, uh, kick in the overdrive, but I just, I don't have it. I don't have it in me right now. Um, everybody else seems to be doing really well. And by really well, I mean, they're, Staying consistent like me, I guess. Um, I think our pot... So we all pitched it. So this whole thing started with $50 per person. There's four of us. And if you go up a pound, you know, if you weigh heavier one week from the next, you have to chip in an extra dollar. And I think we all owe like 55 bucks or something like that at this point. So uh, that's a good amount of money. So I'm going to have to win that. But um, that kind of shows you kind of where we're going. You know, we're, we got, we think this is like going into month three. We're up and down, up and down. And I finally got to the point where I think I'm three weeks right now losing straight, losing weight straight. Um, so it's kind of gotten harder. I had I had a jacked fucking hip last week. And I um, I really wasn't able to do a lot. I've been, it's which makes it hard because I'm in. While in competition with everybody, I'm also in competition with Tupo. Shout out Tupo on Two's company, and um, and my hip was pretty jacked. So I've been doing like he probably thinks I'm crazy, but I'll I'll do like these long yoga sessions at night in my house, and um, I know that looks insane. I'll you know I'll do like a 60 minute crazy video on YouTube or whatever, and it just it's been the only thing I've been able to do. And, um, luckily with all the yoga I've been doing all in the past week and a half or so, 
my hips feeling pretty good. So I'm going to start running again tomorrow. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I, I have a hard time, uh, happens randomly, but I have a hard time when I overthink and I start to overthink to the point where nothing means anything, um, at all. You know, why, why do you do anything? You know, nothing, literally nothing means anything at the end of it. And that can get in my head pretty bad. It's really weird because I'm, I'm hyper motivated and I can get hyper focused on things. Um, but I go through these extremes where I'll be so focused on something and crushing it. And then, you know, there's obviously burnout and then I'm kind of like, you know, what does it matter? Nothing means anything. Um, it can be pretty negative. It can be pretty depressing because you, you get to a point where like it literally doesn't matter. And then you start, you know, making unhealthy eating decisions or you want to skip workouts and uh, I get I get pretty I get so focused in on that and it's 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 a weird thought to have because um, it kind of like leaks into anything you know why am I going back finishing up my bachelor's degree it doesn't mean anything you know it it just seeps out into the rest of my life and um, I've I've had moments in the past week or so probably because I haven't been able to run but where I I get down like that where, like it doesn't mean anything at all and dealing with a lack of motivation. Um, I thought by doing a competition, I'd be more motivated. And the fact is I'm not, um, I have bouts of motivation, but I don't operate that way. Um, I'm very competitive. Uh, but I'm like that. Um, it's kind of cliche, but I'm very much like, I, I like to compete with myself. Um, now don't get me wrong. I'm gonna get a W and I'm a win. But at the same time, you know, I'm going to beat everybody. I'm going to lose more weight than everybody. And I'm going to beat them all in the 5K in March. There's no qu- there's no question. So don't see that. That's hard. Just because I'm depressed or I'm down or I don't have it right now. That that, that doesn't mean I ain't got it. Does that make sense? Um, You know, that doesn't it doesn't take away from my confidence because I'm I'm going to win. The end. But at the same time, you know, I'm going to get a W and I'm dealing with this, but I think we're all dealing with something. But, you know, and, and it's just, it, yeah, it's just, um, you know, once I, once I can get, once I can get to the point where I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with myself and I'm motivated for my own self, um, again, which I was when I started, you know, cause my health, um, I can turn it on, uh, you know, competing with other people, can only get me so far. I am, I, I guess I, I buy in a lot. I buy in on myself. I try to at least, um, you know, I can watch a motivational video and get pretty hyped, but it will only take me, you know, as far as that, that video, I won't really do anything with it later. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know what kind of person I am sometimes, but, um, you know, that's, that's kind of like my update on fat camp. It's going slow. That can be very frustrating. It can get old. It gets tiresome. Um, it gets, it's, but it's frustrating in the sense because I'm not even doing everything I could be doing anyway to make it easier or to make it better for myself. And yet, it, uh, you know, you get burnt out and you're not even doing the most. So I got to get my shit together, especially if I'm be handing out L's to Joe Daniel and Tupo. <laughs> but, you know, that's just kind of, that's that.
Uh, yeah, something I've been, I thought about the past week, you know, it's kind of building on what I was talking about last week, is it was funny that I, 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 I get frustrated in my life with someone thinking they know me or thinking they know what I'm about. And then I, I go on my podcast and I talk about these two people who had an impact on my life and I assume that who they're showing me is who they are. And that's weird. Because it's hypocritical. And, um, you know, it's it's the same issue I have with other people and how they view me or how I present myself. And then I'm doing the same thing. It, um, you know, like I, doesn't sound, this doesn't sound very arrogant. I believe who, uh, yeah, all right, super arrogant. I believe who Paul presents himself as to me was, um, was, um, was Paul. And same goes with Brian. I I feel like, you know, I you you I, you meet people in your life who are themselves, and but you know maybe someone met me and they thought I was myself, and I wasn't, and so that's why I have a hard time. Like this past week, thinking about that is how I can be so sure who sh- who they showed me is who they really are, and that's kind of weird um, because maybe everybody's putting on a show. You know, who is genuine? I have no idea. I don't know. And who am I to say Paul is genuinely being Paul or Brian's being genuinely Brian when I'm not even genuinely being myself half the time? So that's, you know, maybe we're all just putting on a show. You know, what happens when when uh, when we stop? You know, how you know, how do you really know who anybody is? You know, how do I really know who I am? You know, I don't. And um and I, I, I used to listen to a lot of philosophy uh, when I used to work for the telecom business. It, I was in a van a lot, so I would drive around like crazy. And that was something I would think I would listen to a lot was is not knowing who you are. But the the more the harsher thing to re- come to the realization is no one will know who you really are. And I say this a lot um, that no one will truly know who you are. My wife probably knows me the best. Um, you know, and even, even my wife, there's been things that I've, I've told her much later in our relationship that she just never knew, um, you know, being depressed and things I've gone through in my life. And those are things I kept hidden from someone I've, I've been together. We've been together almost 15 years next May and she's still learning things about me and I'm still learning things about her. And it's, it's funny because it's like um we get frustrated when people don't understand who we are but i think we just need to come to the realization is that um no one will know who you are no one will really fully get you um people will come close and uh, i guess you just got to do your best job not to put on a show and that's what i'm working on and it's you know I I still do it. I still do it, and it pisses me off. I know when I'm putting on a show, I'm 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 acting a different way, or and I fucking I feel it, cause I mean you know you're not being genuine to yourself, and I fucking can't stop it. And I, I don't know. I'm working on it. Um, I'm trying my hardest. Uh, now that doesn't mean I, I'm just an asshole all the time, cause that's you know that doesn't help anybody. Uh you know, maybe I am just an asshole, but, you know, I'm just, you know, trying to constantly be more genuine, 
and uh, when I when I feel like I'm not, I get so frustrated with myself. Um, when when is the last time I wasn't myself? Um, let's just be honest. Uh, there's times like where I will be like in um like a group chat with my brother or and all of his friends, and you know you start like I start saying loopy shit, and it's like I don't like and it's like maybe this is like a hole you put yourself in because of who you presented yourself as and then it's like maybe that's expected maybe i think that's expected so then i'll act a certain way and then really i don't want to act that way but i don't not just act, i just don't not act that way i i keep i keep up the act and i want to stop and uh, but the problem is is if you stop then people get worried because you're like hey you're not being your fucking weirdo self or whatever or you're not seeing weird shit and it's like, well, I don't want to. And I was like, well, you always do. You know, see what, I'm, see what I'm talking about? So that, like, that's something that I, and that wasn't too long ago. See? see I mean, I'm still tr- trying, and it's still not working. So that's awesome. Let's just fucking quit. Let's just be fake for the rest of our lives. No, we don't want to do that. But, yeah. Um, and, and, I, and when I'm like that, I hate it. And I know it's off-putting. It's off-putting to myself. And then, you know, you're not even buying into your own act. So then it's like, well, no one else is either. And it just makes it awkward. And I'm pretty good at that. So that's pretty incredible. Well, that was really deep, really quick. Awesome. Let's lighten this up. Um, Pumpkin spice lattes. Now, I know some of you people are going to hear PSLs. And you're going to fucking hate that. And you know what? You can do whatever you want. I don't like dogs. And you cannot like me because I like pumpkin spice lattes. The end. Um... You know, it's funny is I actually, I've owned one dog in my life, uh, real quick. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna harp on dogs too many times. I owned one dog and he wasn't even mine. He was like, uh, kind of left. It was a weird situation. Um, and he was the best dog in the planet. And I swear to God, everybody who has a dog says that about their dog, but Rambo was the best dog. He never barked. Um, he, he was well-behaved. He didn't jump. He didn't bark at strangers, um, but he was defensive if if there was weirdos out uh, by the fence and shit. Um, he was a really good dog. Unfortunately, I put him down. That was really sad. That was, oh my God, that was almost three years ago. And yeah, that was brutal. He was a really old dog. He wasn't even my dog, um, but he was my first dog and RIP Rambo. So, I mean, it's not like I haven't had a dog. I hate your fucking dog. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, and you can hate me for liking pumpkin spice lattes, and I'm totally okay with that. I love fucking fucking. I love pumpkin spice lattes, dude. I love fucking pumpkin, dude. Dude, fuck. I used to. All right, I'll be very honest. I used to fucking hate the fall. I hated the fall and I hated the winter. Now, partially because of that is because I worked outside. I when I worked for the telecom industry, I don't want to say who I worked for, for whatever reason, just in case. Um, when I worked for a telecom. I worked outside and I worked in Tahoe and every fall and winter, it was like a million fucking feet of snow and I hated it. So I despised it. Now that I work from home, uh, doing, uh, it stuff, best, best time ever. It's the fucking best fall, winter, the greatest seasons of all fucking time. Summer can go fuck itself. Spring is useless. The only good thing about summer is my daughter's birthday. You know, spring. What, what are you, what are you talking about? What even happens in spring? What's the point of spring? Name one good thing in spring. I'll wait. Other than bees. 
Yeah, there's nothing. Um, but I love fall. And you know, when when PSLs come out and Starbucks has pumpkin spice lattes and I have my pumpkin cream cold brew, I know fall is right around the fucking corner. I can smell it. I swear to God, my trees in the back, leaves started coming off my peach tree. Oh my God, they're fucking turning yellow. It's it's the best. And um, yeah, dude, I get down on pumpkin anything. Uh, one year, I was bulking. I was like 195 pounds at one point in time, which is hilarious. Because I was 100 pounds over that four months ago. Uh, I was a whole nother human bigger than that four months ago. So like back in like 2014, I lost a shitload of weight to compete for the first time in powerlifting. And coming off the back end of that, I did not want to compete in 205. I I thought I was too small at 205. Looking back, I was, I was fucking jacked. Dude, I had fucking... Dude, I was striated. You know, I had loose skin, but I was... I had fucking striations across my chest. Dude, my shoulders... Dude, I, I could, like, flex my tricep and my and my wife, my girlfriend at the time. You know, get a, get a bucket and a mop. You know what I'm saying? Get a bucket and a mop. Uh, you know, I'd flex my fucking... And strut... Uh, you know, that's the that's how good I looked when I was 200 pounds. Uh, where was I going with that? Anyway, and I decided I wanted to be a 242-er. I wanted to be big boy. I wanted to be a daddy. You know, at the time I was a boy and I wanted to be Papa Max. And I thought I would do that with... Jack in the Box does not make these. And if Jack, if you're listening to me, you got to come out with these. Jack in the Box made a pumpkin spice milkshake. It was the greatest thing of all time. Now, Burger King fired shots back, and they came out with this black fucking Whopper. It was pure black, and this pumpkin spice milkshake. I think it was, like, orange, orange, like a pumpkin orange. And, dude, I I ate that meal religiously to gain weight. And my wife thought I was going to get poisoned because the she didn't trust the black Whopper. Now, it was just made with A1 sauce. And I, dude, I ate, dude, I ate that so much that that's, that's when I realized how much I love pumpkin spice. And that was like 2014, Jesus Christ, I'm fucking old. Um, yeah, and dude, I get down on that. And I don't know how you can hate pumpkin spice. How can you hate pumpkin spice? You know, I, I mean, I, I know you, you can hate the people who love pumpkin spice. Like, I get that, you know, white girls and their Uggs. They got a beanie with a fucking ball on the top. Talking about PSL, listening to Taylor Swift. And, you know, you can not like that person. But you can't not like pumpkin spice. That just doesn't make sense. Um, You know? It just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Now, when pumpkin spice comes out, that also means two other things. We got the, here in Reno, we got the rib cook-off. Which is, you know, if, if, if you don't like having money in your bank account... And you also like getting farts from eating ribs. You should go there. I I like the rib cook-off. I liked it more when I was younger. It used to be affordable. Um, and that's that's. I think today is the third, the fifth. Today today's the last day of rib cook-off. So I've been going to the rib cook-off ever since I was a little boy. And the rib cook-off, I took I took my wife. We went and got food from there. It was a hundred and fucking three degrees out in September. What are you talking about? Global warming? What are you doing? Just fucking, just end it. You know what I'm talking about? And, um, it has gotten, for one, there's too many people in Reno. You know, every Californian from Santa Rosa 
you know, probably LA. No one's leaving San Diego. I went there. It was like heaven. You know, it. Yeah, I. I wish I could move in San Diego. San Diego was fucking gorgeous. It was beautiful. The weather was amazing. Uh, it's a different seventy-five there. You know, everything was good. The food was good. No one's leaving San Diego to move to Reno. Everybody from LA up is. Everybody and their mom. So what does that mean? That means the rib cook-off is a fucking nightmare now. It's there's four hundred thousand people there. You know, it's you know, it's there's so many people everywhere. There's shit parking. They've just built like condo after f- condo in downtown Sparks. It's stupid. And on top of that, a rack of ribs went like maybe five years ago from like uh, Awesome Aussies is where we like to go. So they have a raspberry chipotle sauce. Um, I hope you guys get hungry listening to this episode. Awesome Aussies, a rack of ribs from Awesome Aussies used to be like $22. 22 bucks. That's not bad. I went uh, yesterday and I spent $70. I got one full rack dinner and cornbread. Oh, and I bought a sauce. Dude, that's too much. A full rack was like was $39. Like that's insane to me. Um, and I know a lot of people are like, well, just fucking buy your own ribs and just smoke your own ribs. You know what? Sometimes I do that. I know how to cook. Also, sometimes I don't want to fucking do that. There's nothing wrong with going and buy something that I can make at home because I can make things at home. I know how to cook really well. I guarantee you I cook better than your mom. If you're listening to me, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you don't think I cook better than you, you're wrong. You don't think I cook better than your mom? You're wrong. I can make a lasagna that would make an Italian grandma proud because I'm good. I'm good at cooking. Sometimes I don't want to make ribs. I've made ribs in the past. I don't want to make them. I'll go buy them for $39 and I'll get robbed instead. Uh, so those people out there are going to say that, you know, you can fucking, you can do what you will with that information I just provided to you. Um, but, you know, and then parallel to the rip cook-off at the same time. So this is a lot of parallels. September, end of August, beginning of September is busy. You got my wedding anniversary. PSLs are coming in hot and ready. By the way, they're already around on pumpkin sauce. The fuck are you doing? Get more. Don't, <laughs> come on. You know, Starbucks, get your shit together. You got the rip cook-off. And my least favorite people on the planet, burners. Oh, my God, dude. If you're from the Reno area, if you're from the Reno area and you've ever experienced the Burning Man people, I I despise those people with all my heart. You know, they got, first off, white people with dreads. That's a no-no. It just, it looks so bad. Real dreads are fucking, you know, white people with dreads. Absolutely disgusting. I fucking hate it. What are you doing? They don't even take care of their hair. They have no idea what they're doing. They just look disgusting. They look like fucking homeless people. Um, you know, and then you have white people with fake dreads. First off, they're overpriced. You're getting robbed because you're white. And then you're, you know, you spend hundreds of dollars on fake dreads to have them in for a week. Like, let's, you know, all peace, love, and fucking cultural appropriation. That's what Burners is all about. You know, on top of that, every, you know, all every RV truck is dirty. There's just dirt everywhere. You know, and and then the whole purpose of this event, the Burning Man event, is is this burning of the man. It's, you know, the man is the man who's oppressing us all, blah, blah, blah. You know, and, the, and they got it's fucking hosted by Pepsi or some shit. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, what? You're going out there in a $900,000 fucking RV, you know, 
then you got $450 fake dreads that you appropriated from God. Whoever put them in your hair needs to be put down. You know, you're going out there just to, a reason to do drugs. Dude, move the move the organ. Everything's legal there. You know, just move the organ. Do drugs all you want. It's just it's just lame. I I when I was little, I read a book on it. Uh, it was the People of Burning Man or some shit like that, some stupid ass book. And I thought it was crazy that there's that many naked people out in the desert. I just it didn't make sense to me. I was like, you're gonna get sanded your ass crack, your you know your fucking your vagina and under your boobs and you know my balls. And it just it that doesn't sound. It never sounded appealing as a kid. I never understood it. I didn't understand the concept of of this burn burning down the man. And then on top of that, you're going to support the men by buying up all the water bottles at Walmart. Hey, what the fuck are you doing? And and then, you know, renting RVs or buying a $90,000 RV. And then, you know, you just, you're just going to live that life for one day. It just, it, it never sat right with me. I never understood it ever since I was a kid. And I just, I, I still can't grasp it to this day. Who are these people? Who are you? I've never even talked to one. I just refuse to talk to... If I ever... If a white person with dreads ever walked up to me, I'm never going to talk to that person. It's just... For one, I think they're going to ask me for a change. And me and homeless people, we have a very, very bad track record. Um, Really bad. I think I've had probably six really bad run-ins with homeless people. And every time it's because I don't have money. I'm sorry. You know? Join the military. Oh, you did? Uh, guess what? I'm sorry that didn't work out. Uh, you know, but yeah, Burning Man, dude, you guys, you guys are something else. And, um, I love, I love, I love listening to some of the people who do Burning Man because they always will try and say that they're the good Burning Man people and that they don't litter and they, they don't just ruin the black deserts and they don't just leave all their water bottles out there. And that those are the other people that do that. Not me. We pick up, you know, if that was true, cause I've never heard anybody say, Hey, I'm the shitty burners. All I do is do drugs and litter. You know, it's, you know, pack, pack in, pack out, which pack in. That's common. That's common everywhere. That's common. Any park, any, you know, trail or lake, you pack out what you pack in. And these people don't. They're fucking litter bugs. And, you know, and, but anytime you talk, you hear these people talk. Like I said, I've never talked to these people personally. I, I couldn't stand a conversation with these people. Um, Anytime you hear them talk to other people, they're like, oh, those are the bad burners. They don't pick up after themselves. Blah, blah, blah. You know, we're a good camp. We're the fucking camp ecstasy or whatever. And it's like, it's not true. It's not true. You're all shitty. You know, maybe there there might be a good few out there that pick up after themselves. But that's not the point. The point is you guys are all, you're all under one umbrella of fucking psychopaths who just want to go out there and litter and do drugs and have dirty sex, so, god damn it, you know, that could be, I could rant 45 minutes straight about Burning Man people, I just, you know, I'll never understand them, and, uh, maybe because I don't want to, and maybe that's my fault, but whatever, uh, where are we at on time, hey, we're actually, fuck, dude, I'm so, dude, I'm so excited to do this, and now it's halfway done, we're already done, what am I gonna do, I have to wait another week, I'm going to answer questions, it's over, and then I'm going to stop the podcast, and now now what do I have to do? I have to wait a week. That sucks. We're flying through this one. Maybe I'll make it a four-hour podcast. No, I won't. Please tune keep Please please keep listening. Please keep listening. Um, I think we're at a good point. Almost 30 minutes. I think 
let's go ahead. I asked for, so my wife always gives me shit because, you know, I don't speak English very well. Um, it's my first language. It's not profanity is, but she, I don't know how to say I'm going to answer questions, you know, cause I say, oh, ask me, you know, what do I say? I say, oh, I'm going to ask questions. And she says, she hates that. You know, she's like a dude. She's so dude. If any of you ever got to know my wife, which you won't, she just won't. She just won't. It's just that it's that way. And if you ever did sus, um, but yeah, she just really certain things really bug the shit out of her. Reminds me of me. It makes sense why we've been married for three years and that uh, we've been fucking, you know, uh, we've been dating for 15. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going to answer questions now that I asked for earlier. I hope that made you happy, babe. Uh, I did get some good questions. So let's pull those up. I always like the ones from this person because they're all they're always absolute sh- fucking psychotic. I'll never, ever say who these questions are from unless you tell me that you would like them people to know. I just, I believe in anonymity. And uh, yeah, we're going to keep it that way. This question is a pretty easy one. It says minimum amount and total household income you want for your family. And my answer used to be $140,000 a year. Now that's drastically changed. Um, For one, inflation. Uh, You can't live on that in a married household, especially not in Reno. I mean, I could, but I'd have to move into a fucking shitty apartment. Uh, I... I plan on making fucking bank when I'm done with my bachelor's. I'm going to crush my bachelor's degree in probably about a year and a quarter. Um, and I'm be making fucking bank. So, you know, the sky's the limit, brother. How about all of the money? You want to know why? Because I'm never satisfied. I'll make more money this year than I've ever made in my life. And I'm not happy. There, there's something wrong with me. I want the most. I'm gluttonous. I get so focused on things and money is one of them sometimes that I I'm not happy and there's that's a flaw uh, I I often think about that because I've made you know I made $30,000 a year and that wasn't enough obviously and I progressively make more and more money and more and more money and more and more money and, and now I'm making more than I've ever made in my life and I it's it's still not enough um you know Sorry, I didn't give you a good answer. I just, I don't, I mean, what, 250000 I mean, you know, I don't know. A lot. I want to make a lot of fucking money. And what I'm doing, what my path is right now, I'm going to. It's just, I just know once I get it, I won't be happy. Um, Let's see. What's another good question? Um, This one says, oh, what's my favorite album of the year? I think, did this album come out this year? Okay, this is going to be a weird one. You're not going to like this answer because, you know, I my favorite album this year is probably going to be, let me make sure that it did come out this year because it might be full of shit. Um, sorry, not prepared. Not prepared. Uh, it might be the Post Malone album, but, you know, it's either going to be the Post Malone album, uh, what is it, uh, 12 Carat Toothache, you know, Kendrick Lamar's album was absolutely remarkable. Or, um, see, I'm a, I love Action Bronson. Uh, Coco Drio Turbo by Action Bronson is up there too. So those are my top three albums of the year so far. Uh, I probably I might be forgetting some, but probably not because 
Those are my favorite albums of the year so far. Uh, this is another really good one. Who in Fat Camp would win in a Madden tournament? So, not me, because I'm shit at Madden. But if you ask Joe, I don't, actually, I don't know how much games everybody plays. I'm going to go with Tupo or Joe would probably win in a Madden tournament now. But it, at one point in time, I was really shitty at Madden. I didn't like the fact that I was shitty at Madden. I got really good at Madden, and then no one, Joe could never fucking beat me. And he hate, he hates that about me. Joe hates the fact that when I want to get better at something than everybody, or I want to get better just in general, I'll do it. And the next thing I, you know, I'm fucking winning. And Joe hates that. He always brings that up. Um, Let's see. I had another really good one. I love this question. It says, how are we looking? Okay, cool. What would you consider to be a moment in your life that was personality defining? Like you encountered something that made you go, okay, this is who I am. Now, you know, when, when I got, uh, I got laid off in 2020 and, you know, I knew, kind of knew it was coming to be very honest with you. Um, I had seen the signs on the walls, the writing was everywhere. I just thought maybe my seniority was going to pull me up over and, um, it didn't, you know, people got laid off after me as well. Uh, it was a career. It was a really good job. I had an opportunity to move to another city. Um, I'd have to move to California. I didn't want to move. Uh, at the time, Yesenia was very pregnant. Yeah, she was. Um, we were expecting in August. And I didn't want to uproot my family. We had just got moved into the house. We were getting our lives set up. And then I got laid off in, in February of 2020. It was pretty brutal. I got My last day was Valentine's Day. And they didn't even fucking kiss me. You believe that shit? But, and that... We were in the hospital because Yesenia's pregnancy took a turn. And I had this moment where I realized I was about to be a father. And I was currently unemployed. And I had no plan. Um, I didn't have a plan. I thought I was going to work for AT&T. There you go. I said it. Uh, that's who my telecom company was, AT&T. I thought I was going to work for them. For, I thought I was going to be a career guy. I thought I was going to you know, stay in the union forever. I was going to retire or move into a lineman and just kind of continue on my path there. And it was just cut. And it yeah, it was that moment where like you don't have control of anything. Um, I, I, I told myself, you know, I, this is funny because I, I didn't know who I was at that time because of what I've been doing and what I, and how I and how I was acting and who I've been. But I realized I needed to figure out who the fuck I was really really fast, and it, I just I was gonna do anything and everything, and uh, so I signed up for EMT school. Uh, I was gonna go down the firefighter path. Uh, we were in the hospital and I was filling out all my applications to go to school. I was gonna start school immediately, and. Um, and I was just going to force something to happen in that time where I was at EMT school. I realized I wasn't going to do, I wasn't going to become a firefighter. So this is funny because the moment that I defined me as when I realized who I was, was when I was figuring out who I wasn't. And I think that was the best part about it. I knew I wasn't going to become a firefighter. I could, I could do the job really well. Um, I know I could, I, I know how to deal with shit like that. I just, I did really well in the class. I passed the class really well. I was the team lead. I, you know, I led all the bullshit in encounters you have to do or whatever. And, um, but I was never going to be a paramedic. I didn't want to go that far. And I knew that if I was ever going to be hired onto the department, I was going to have to become a medic. And that was something I was never going to do. Um, mean, in the meantime, I knew I was going to work from home and I was going to be in IT. 
or I was going to be in some sort of computer field. So I just decided I was going to go back to school for computer programming. And that's when I decided who I was going to be. And, you know, uh, fucking put kicked in overdrive, you know, and I am where I am now because of that moment, because and along the way, I've had control of every single opportunity, every single job, every single interview. I've had complete control of everything um, because I'll never have someone else have control and be able to pull that out from underneath me. I move too quick now and I'm, I'm too smart. And uh, yeah, that's that is it when I realized who I was. Um, well, that was a good one. This is maybe not the answer you thought, but still. This one just says gay sex question mark. Now, you know, at the end of the day, all humans are just trying to do one thing. We're all just trying to fuck. Everybody's just trying to bust. You know, if you're going to do that with a man and you're a man, cool. You know, bisexual people, you don't got to say it, you're bisexual. Just say you're trying to fuck. You know, like we're all just, that's all we're trying to do. We're, that's it. What does it matter? It doesn't. It doesn't matter who you fuck. You know, I mean, like, yeah, let's, you know, eight, you know, consenting and above the age of 18. If you're consenting and you're over 18, my brother in Christ, we're just all trying to bust a nut. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can do whatever you want. You want to have gay sex? Fucking make that shit hella gay. If you're going to have straight sex, just fucking, you know, what do they do? They just do missionary. Is that what straight sex is all about? I don't know. I've only had it twice, remember? Um, so that was a funny one. This is a, a little bit more serious. This is going to wrap up my... This is going to wrap. We're going to wrap it up with this one. This says, do you think men have daddy issues? That's a really... Dude, I got hit with some... Just, thank you guys for asking me these questions. Thank you for asking questions. Um, I appreciate it. Because if not, you just have to hear me rant about more pumpkin spice lattes and shit. Instead, you guys get to hear my thoughts on shit that doesn't matter. You know, like my thought doesn't matter. But now you get to hear it. Do you think men have daddy issues? And yeah, I do. I think a lot of people do. I think a lot of men have daddy issues. I know I did for a very long time. Um, In my youth, dude, you can bring my dad up to me when I was younger because it would set me off. I, you know, even to this day. um, Wow, I guess I haven't gone over it. I love that, that when you think... This happens to me a lot. I'm going to get back to the question. But this happens to me a lot when I feel like I've made progress on something... And then something happens and I revert back to who I am because I am who I am. And I realize at that moment, I have not made any progress. I have just hidden it. And I feel that way with my anger a lot. I'm not as angry of a person. I used to be extremely violent, extremely angry when I was younger. I'm not anymore. But there are moments where I lose control and I realize I haven't done the work that I need to do to completely fix this issue. I've... I've just masked it, you know, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a wolf in sheep's clothing. And, um, and that with my issues I have with my father, uh, that's kind of true too. Sometimes even to this day, if you were to say, oh, you're a lot like your dad, that wouldn't sit well with me. Now I wouldn't have an extreme reaction like I would when I was a kid, but I wouldn't like it, you know, but that's because of my relationship with my father, the way I was brought up, you know, his not being there. But I, I think, um, especially maybe my generation, when I was growing up, all my friends had single mother parents, you know, that's just going to, that's going to cause issues with men. That's going to cause daddy issues. 
you know, either you have a strong father figure in your house and you're trying to prove something to him or, you you know, you just you want to make your dad proud or you don't have a father figure at all and you're winging it and then you're holding resentment towards your father because he wasn't there. And I know I had, you know, throughout my youth, I had huge issues with my dad. You know, he wasn't around a lot. Our relationship was shit, it was strained. Um, even today, it's still intermittently shit. But I'm a grown up and I have to handle this. Um, but I think, you know, when we have daddy issues, yeah, the only redemption you can have, because you can't change who your father is, you can't change the way they're going to react or how they're going to be. But what you can do is this might only work for people who have kids is you can be a better father. You can actually be a father. You can be a better dad. And you can just not pass that on to your children. And that's my goal at this point. Um, I've dealt with my father issue, you know, my issue with my father uh, pretty well throughout my life, later in my life. And I just want to make sure that I don't, I don't pass that down to my kids. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't want my kids to have uh, daddy issues. You know, especially having girls, man, they'll just fucking wind up, you know, doing only toes or some shit. And it's all my fault or something, you know, I didn't raise them right or whatever. But yeah, I just, I think a lot of men do. And I think men who have really good father figures in their life consistently throughout their lives, and they have like that best friend dad, I don't think they realize how much, not even a best friend, just a provider, you know, a really good provider for your family who's consistently there and just around, present, I guess. I don't think people realize how much of an advantage that is, how much of a privilege that is. And it's not your fault you have that privilege. You have a good dad. You know, everybody should have that privilege. But, um, yeah, I just, I don't, I think people, you know, because I, I know people who have really good fathers or, you know, maybe they're more on the provider side and they're present in their lives and, and they take it for granted and they hate their father or whatever, you know, blah, blah, they're fucking God. They got daddy issues and they don't even have a bad dad. Um, and I just, you know, yeah, I get envious sometimes because I'm like, man, you know, I, I wish growing up I had that level of a dad or whatever. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, I think, I think, I think we do. And it's, I don't think it's going to stop because men suck. A lot of us do suck. A lot of, a lot of guys shouldn't be dads. And that's why, and that's why we're going to bring it back to this. You know, I'm a huge advocate and I'm going to keep advocating this. You don't want daddy issues. Don't be a daddy. And you know how you can do that by getting a vasectomy. This was episode six of it's not that funny. And I just want to thank you all for listening. Hope you guys have a wonderful night. Enjoy the content and uh, stay tuned for next week. I guarantee you, just listen to this one.